I don't think that you have to do IPS. I don't think that you have to be all inclusive. I think that you can create a business model that works for you. I'm Tracy Lynn, a boudoir photographer and business coach, and I'm obsessed with helping photographers out of their ruts, sticking points, and holdups, and helping them find their way to the business of their dreams. Back in 2016, I left my job as an overworked dental hygienist and built a seven-figure boudoir business working just 30 hours a month. Every week we chat about photography, pricing, marketing, and all things business. Join me as we uncover your path to sustainable success so you can find more fulfillment in a balanced life, all with a camera in your hand. This is the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. Hey guys, I hope you're having a great Monday. I'm beginning to stress out a little bit. Our wedding is just two weeks away, and while I feel like I have mostly everything done, I'm starting to get a little bit nervous about random things. I'm sure any of you who've planned a wedding know exactly what I mean. This wedding quickly went from being just something really small to something very massive and expensive. I know it's going to be the perfect day, though, and I really can't wait. A lot of you have been asking about our honeymoon, and we're actually taking it around Christmas, probably. I think we're thinking about somewhere like Key West or maybe Fort Lauderdale or something super simple. He's in the middle of a big project for work, so even taking a few days off for the wedding, it's pretty stressful for him, to be honest. But anyway, on to the show. Today, I want to talk about the different types of business models photographers can use for their business. And as someone who uses the in-person sales business model in her boudoir photography business, you might think that I'm going to say that that's the end-all be-all for photography businesses, but what I have to say today might actually surprise you. I don't think that you have to do IPS. I don't think that you have to be all-inclusive. I think that you can create a business model that works for you. And today, I want to run through the pros and cons of each so that when you're thinking about what type of business you want for yourself, you can make an informed decision. There are three main types of photography business models. What works for one business, it may not work for another. And there are so many factors that come into play when you're trying to decide on your business model and even your pricing. And P.S., if you're wanting to increase your pricing, go listen to episode 17 where I talk about three steps to take to increase your pricing. Another note that I want to make, the dollar amount for each model totally depends on your area. So as you're listening, you hear something that might seem super low or maybe even super high to you. Also realize this is all dependent on the cost of living in a particular area. So for example, where we live, we currently rent a cabin on five acres for $600 a month. In other areas of the country, this same cabin on five acres could easily be $4,000 or more. Now let's talk about the three main types of photography business models. I want to start with high volume, low ticket. And I think this would include anything below $200. So typically this is school pictures, JCPenney type photos, even sports photos. With this type of photography business model, you want to get in as many warm bodies in front of your camera as possible. With high volume, low ticket, a photographer is typically selling the normal 8x10, 5x7 wallet photos for the family and friends. Nowadays, some school pictures and sports photos also probably include the digital file as well. But for me, since I don't have kids, the easiest way to relate is rodeo or barrel racing photos. I have two up on my screen right now, actually, that I paid $20 for each. 
Both were taken when Tommy was working a job in Phoenix, Arizona. My literal favorite place that he's worked, by the way. So I ended up getting an 8x10 and I also got their low-res digital file to go along with these photos. The key for this business model is that the photographer needs to make a lot of sales to make this worth it. Hence, high volume, low ticket. It can be exhausting without systems in place to keep track of everything. So if you're going this route, make sure that you have your systems in place. Make sure you have a solid workflow. But the thing is, I want to be completely transparent here. I honestly don't know a lot about this model. What I do know is that it will not work for a boutique portrait photographer who is trying to go to a session location photograph one to two sessions a day, and then deliver a large all-inclusive number of digital files for $200 or less per session. The math just doesn't add up and you will end up burnt out working over 80 hours a week and never giving up your nine to five. And I know this because I've tried this model and I I just want you to take my word for it. This high volume, low ticket business model will only work when the photographer is having a large group of people in front of their camera and making a large number of small sales. Now, let's talk about the mid ticket, mid volume photography business model. This is anything above $200 on the low end and can go up to $1,500. I would say this is typically the all inclusive model That's not to say that the next business model that we're going to talk about won't get smaller sales occasionally, but the sales average is going to fall far above this range. A few pros to this business model are, unfortunately, clients kind of expect this model to be what most photographers use, so it's very easy to market, which is a good thing if this is the model that you're using. If you don't feel confident in selling, you don't have to worry about an ordering session with this business model. And it's one of those one and done, not your clients exactly, but you see them one time at the session, send over their gallery, and then you're done with them until they book their next session. A few cons to this business model, you limit the amount of money that you can make per session. You have to shoot way more to make your goal salary, and you won't be able to have that 30-hour work month that some of my coaching clients and I get to enjoy. You'll never see your work in print or on the wall. And I'm going to be very honest right here. Your clients are going to let your images live on the cloud until they eventually lose them. They might post them on Instagram or Facebook, but that's about it. Another con to this business model is that the clients in this category, they are not the best clients. They seem to expect more and more and more, and they're never happy with anything. And by far, they have the most complaints. Have you seen that meme? It's like, $50 client, I want you to understand that this investment is a big deal to me and I need you to understand that this is life-changing money. And then $50,000 client, money sent, thanks. I'm definitely butchering this meme, but I hope that you understand the point I'm trying to make here. These clients are so hard to make happy, unfortunately, and I want you to understand that going into this business model. You might think I'm not a fan of this model, but the thing is, I think that it can work. If that's the model that you want to use, you just have to go into it with expectations. A few of my clients who are newer to the industry are using this model. They're just not ready to start in-person sales yet. The thing is, my marketing strategies will help you get super booked out, but sometimes so much so that my clients actually get tired of the industry in general. One of my private coaching clients in particular, she was scared to raise her prices. She was absolutely against in-person sales but she wanted to use my marketing strategies. 
She ended up so booked last fall that by the time January rolled around, she decided to quit the industry and she went back to her day job. This mid-volume, mid-ticket photography business model is the model that has the most turnover in photographers. The majority of photography businesses last less than five years, and the ones who close their businesses are typically using this model. I just want you to know these things going into it if you do choose this model. All right, let's switch gears and talk about high ticket, low volume. This business model usually has a sales average over $1,500 and the majority, but of course not all of these photography businesses are doing in-person sales. So a few pros to this business model, you can photograph far less clients and make way more money. You work fewer hours, you get to see your work in print, your clients want full service going into the session, and yes, there are those clients out there. And the chance of burnout is so much lower. A few cons to this business model are, of course, you do have to deal with the occasional clients who only know about the all-inclusive photography business model, but honestly, a little education goes a long way if these clients truly love your work. You just educate them into understanding why you offer what you offer, and they will usually not only understand, but they can become really great clients. You will have to run sales sessions, but it can be done in a non-salesy, very easy way that feels true to who you are. Your marketing strategy is, of course, always important, but it's more important when you're talking about this business model because you're talking to a very particular type of client here. I think the best part about high ticket, low volume photography business models is the amount of freedom that you have. You can set up your business in an automated way. This is the way that I set up my business and the way that I help all of my photographers set up their businesses as well. You can work as much as you want, whether that's 10 hours a week or 30 hours every other month, but still shoot as much as you want and make those high sales, bringing in well over six figures so easily. If you go back and listen to my last show, episode 17, I talk about how to set the foundation of your business by knowing exactly how many sessions you need to photograph and what your sales average goal should be for each session. When you know these things, all you have to do is set up your schedule in order to meet the goals. I use a software that allows my clients to book sessions while I'm on vacation or just hanging out outside with Tommy cooking. Like this weekend, we were grilling all day on Sunday and three sessions booked while I was having margaritas under our awning and Tommy was having a beer. Like we were just watching our dogs play and I had three sessions booked. I got the notifications and I was like, oh, that's really fun. I mean, that feeling never goes away, to be honest. And my photography coaching clients would tell you the same thing. This model may seem very hard to most photographers, but honestly, once your systems are in place, it's so easy and you'll end up with more financial and time freedom. So now that we know what the different photography models are, what is best for you? Well, that's totally up to you. I'm not here to say that one is better than the other. I'm here to help you make the right decision for yourself. So what are the things that you value most? For me, I want time freedom so that I can be with Tommy the majority of the year. I don't talk about it a lot, but I used to be in a really bad and very unhealthy relationship. And now that I'm in a good one, I don't take it for granted. And because of Tommy's job, I would never get to see him without the time freedom that I have in my career now. He travels for his career, which is why we live in our motorhome. So the fact that I can work from anywhere with the exception of my one to two shooting days a month that helps me spend more time with him. And that's the true reason I value 
time freedom over everything else. Financial freedom is second on my list, but I will say I value time over money. And this is also due to my past trauma from my last relationship. Financial freedom is just important to me. After I was finally able to get free from my past, I was in a lot of debt, which I worked really hard to overcome. Now that I'm debt free, I don't ever want to go back to where I was. So financial freedom is important to me. But maybe for you, what you value most is ease of booking, or maybe you want more time with your kids, or maybe you want more time to travel the world. Whatever it is, these factors do go into your decision as far as which photography business model is the right fit for you. Another question to ask yourself is, what do you want your clients to have at the end of the day? And think about this very hard. Do you want them to walk away with a beautiful leather-bound album full of your work? Do you want them to have a large family wall portrait hanging on their mantle at home that everybody can see? Or maybe you're fine with them leaving your images that you worked so hard for on the cloud. I honestly don't believe that's the case, but I want you to be aware that the likelihood of those images staying on the cloud until they're eventually lost is high with the all-inclusive business model. A few other factors that go into the decision on which business model is best for you might include location, cost of living, your lifestyle, your family, your health. Whatever business model you choose, there are always going to be pros and cons, but no matter what, the foundation of your business is still the same. You can create a business that you love that allows you to still live life however you want to live it, regardless of your business model. All you need to do is set the foundation of your business from the start. And like I mentioned earlier, multiple times, listen to episode 17 to find out more information about your business foundation. But I think that's it for today, guys. I really enjoyed sharing my thoughts with you on this topic. I know that I'm a little biased on the high ticket, low volume topic. But like I mentioned, that may not fit your vision for your business right now. And that's okay. I would still love to help you take your business to the next level regardless. If you have any questions, be sure to DM me on Instagram at it's Tracy Lynn. I really spend a lot of time in my DMs and would love to chat with you and hash out what's best for you. I'll talk to you next week. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Sustainable Freedom with Photography podcast. If you loved it, be sure to rate and follow so that you never miss an episode. They drop every Monday and I can't wait for you to tune in next time. Until then, have an awesome week.